this week's letter to Hong Kong, which comes from Democratic Party legislator Lam Chuk Ting. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Hong Kong, due to the ongoing oath-taking saga, I have not been able to move the motion under the Legislative Council Powers and Privileges Ordinance to investigate the personnel reshuffle at the ICC. This matter, however, is of utmost importance. Since 1974, the ICC has been guarding Hong Kong's integrity and fighting corruption independently. We are widely proud of this investigatory pillar of our own community and its position of independence. However, the personnel reshuffle within the ICC that involved ICC Commissioner Simon Peck terminating Rebecca Lee as the acting head of operations had provoked a public outcry and sparked an extremely serious internal crisis. This case has caused unprecedented damage to our time-tested anti-corruption system. This is a reasonable basis for the belief that the ICC incident is related to the suspected UGL corruption case, in which CY Learn accepted $50 million from the Australian firm. Ms. Rebecca Lee, as the then acting head of operations, was the top investigating officer responsible for the UGL case. She served the commission for about 30 years and had an outstanding anti-corruption track record. Lee was well respected by her colleagues. However, Mr. Simon Pat suddenly terminated her acting appointment. Pat's decision finally forced her to leave the commission. Pat later explained that his decision was based solely on Lee's failure to meet the job requirements. Obviously, Pat's explanation could not convince the general public nor the ICAC officers. Principal investigator Mr. Del Go and chief forensic accountant Ms. Melissa Tan subsequently resigned. The ICAC annual dinner was postponed indefinitely because hundreds of ICAC staff members boycotted the dinner. Mr. Wiki Yao, who is Lee's successor, took up the acting role for only half a month and then he suddenly resigned. Even more dramatically, Yao then withdrew his resignation. According to my reliable sources, during a high-level ICAC meeting, top ICAC official surrendered Pat and asked him to step down. It is absolutely disastrous. Pat's dubious decision to terminate Lee's acting appointment has undoubtedly ruined the morale and credibility of the ICAC. That decision has also raised questions over whether Pat has the integrity and leadership to lead the commission anymore. Pat's decision not only sparked an internal crisis, 
it also raised the question about the role of CYLAN in this personnel reshuffle. According to Pat, after he reported his decision to terminate Lee's acting appointments to CYLAN, Lan did not make any comments about the decision nor take part in the decision-making process. Can Pat's explanation clear the speculation about Lan's role in the incident? Obviously not. Lan has been under investigation by the ICC because of the UJL case. Lee was the highest rank officer investigating the case. To avoid arousing suspicion, Lan should have delegated the authority for the appointment of Rebecca Lee to the Chief Secretary for Administration. That is what happened in March 2012 when Donald Zhang was being investigated for corruption case. He appointed the then Chief Secretary Stephen Lam under the acting power to renew the contract of Daniel Lee as head of operations. Moreover, Lan, as a suspect under the ICC investigation, made no comments on past decision. In effect, this means that Lan exercised in past decision to terminate Lee's acting appointment. It seems that Pat has not come clean on whether he simply obeyed Lan's order, if any, to remove the top ICAC officer who was investigating Lan. What Lan did involve a very serious conflict of interest, or even worse, it may be an illegal conduct. Sadly, a former senior ICAC officer described that the ICAC is in a dark era after Lee was forced to leave the commission. As mentioned, CY Learn's role in UGL case is the cross of the ICAC incident. Let me recap the background of the UGL case. Before Learn took up the CE office, he, as the then director of DTZ, signed a contract with UGL. Learn agreed to act as an advisor and referee to promote the business of UGL after UGL had completed its acquisition of DTZ. When Learn became the CE, he failed to declare an interest in UGL to the Executive Council in accordance with the relevant guidelines. Therefore, Learn, while being the CE of Hong Kong, paid another secretive role as the consultant of UGL, for which he received tens of millions of dollars. The Australian media reported the incident accordingly. Learn then has treated Hong Kong people as fools. He kept saying that he had done nothing to promote UGL's business and therefore he has no need to declare anything. Such an explanation is extremely ridiculous. If that is the case, any public officer could make a consultancy agreement with an enterprise before he took office. As long as he claimed that low services had been provided and the public officer would not be required to declare any interest. In these circumstances, the entire anti-corruption system 
would collapse. Hence, this is obviously a serious misconduct by a public officer, and people are very angry about his baseness. We strongly support the ICAC and treasure its contribution in fighting corruption in Hong Kong for decades. However, this incident has seriously damaged people's confidence and trust in the ICAC. The crisis has undermined its credibility and brought into question regarding Commissioner Simon Pat's leadership. Therefore, we will call for Lesko to invoke its special powers to look into this case in order to find out the truth of the incident. If the motion is agreed by the post-establishment camp, which will never happen, it is expected that the ICAC will disclose the details of the decision-making process that has taken. Then we can find out the whole truth. We can work to remedy the problem and above all, we can help rebuild the reputation of the ICAC, an internationally renowned anti-corruption agency.